Terry, what I think we want to do now is to distinguish between walking by faith and not by faith, walking by the law. That's good. Not faith versus faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what Paul's trying to tell the Galatians. Sure. Is it's all by faith now, and there's no other avenue. And you need to rest in that and trust in that. So in Galatians 5.1, I want to read this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. And that liberty is through Christ, but it's through faith. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. The yoke of bondage causes fear. It causes anxiety. It causes stress in our life. What Jesus came to do was to take that stress and anxiety and fear away. Make us free. Set us free. And we've quoted Luke 4.18 all the time. It's talking about being set free. In this next verse, he could behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. Verse 3, for I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to the whole law. If you want to do anything through the law, you're going to have to do it all through the law. And no one except Jesus Christ himself was able to fulfill the law. The bondage that people are under are sins in our life. like when Jesus was talking in the Beatitudes, when he said, when you look at a woman, you lust at her, you've committed adultery. Well, everyone's guilty of that even today, right? Sure. Because of the way our mind thinks and with the way we operate. So that tells me I am set free now because by faith, believing that God understands my condition. That's why he sent Jesus. So now all I have to do is believe that Jesus is the fulfillment of the law, being the ultimate sacrifice for my sins, for your sins, for everyone's sins. And now I'm no longer in bondage. Right. I'm set free. And what Paul is trying to tell them, that if you want to be in bondage again, live under the law. And those things will start to put you under condemnation and guilt and fear. Because when you're under law, you can't fulfill anything. It just points out that I'm bad. He says, you got to fulfill the whole law. Yes. He's reminding him that you got to fulfill the whole law. I want to jump to chapter 5, verse 16 in Galatians. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So if you're having faith in what God has provided for you through the Spirit of God, through that born-again experience, you're no longer under bondage in your mind. You're set free. The way we get under bondage again is if we want to go back to the old way of thinking, the old way of doing things, applying it to us today. Right. Can't do that. No, you can't. <laughs> and it goes on in verse 17 here to say this. This is what Paul writes. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And he says, these are contrary one to another. You can't mix the two so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now let's think about that just for a minute. If I'm believing and having faith in what Jesus did for me, and what the Father has provided for me, I'm no longer in bondage. 
I am therefore no longer under law. Because if everyone will admit that there's thoughts that we have, there's things we say, there's things that we do that are breaking of law. But when we realize that we've been set free from that, by faith I believe that God does not see me now in that old nature. He now sees me through this new nature of the Spirit of God that dwells within me. Amen. We acknowledge what's in us so that we can walk by the Spirit of God. We're guided and led by the Holy Spirit and are not subject to the law. That's what verse 18 says. We're guided by the Holy Spirit and not by the law. The law just brings all that junk. Everything we struggle with. Yes. Throughout our life. And Paul says, if you want to do that, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. If you want to be under law, we're going to read verse. start with verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are, if you want to be under law, because the law simply points out sin, doesn't it? Sure. Points out condemnation and guilt that you fall short. That's why the law was given in the first place, to tell people how bad they were. <laughs> yes. They didn't know. And this is what happens. If you want to be under law, you're going to suffer from these in your mind. And they're going to manifest in your flesh. Adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery. Okay. People say, well, I don't do those. Well, we're going to keep on reading here. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's in there. <laughs> we're all going to get hit. Yes, we are. It says hatred, contentions, jealousy. Whoa. Outburst of wrath. We all fell in that category. Selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresy, envy. We all <laughs> fell on that one. Murderers, drunkenness, rivalries, and the like. That means there's still more. You can keep on going here. It can go forever. Makes me want to walk in the Spirit. <laughs> I yes. Don't, I don't want to get in all of that stuff. Because I don't want any of that affecting my life anymore. I want it to, I want it to reflect Christ's life that's in me. That's right. And that's what keeps us in bondage. If you want to go back to the law of your old way of thinking after you've been born again, then you're going to be in bondage and fear. You're no longer relying upon God when you want to go back and do it yourself. You no longer have faith. Faith is now in myself by keeping the law. Paul's pointing out we fall short of this all the time, where we cannot live by this law, by man's way of thinking. No. And he's saying the law had its purpose, but now it's by faith that we believe we're set free in our minds. We're not held captive by this list, and the list continues to go on. It's this flesh realm that holds you. The law causes you to stay in that flesh realm, this envy and all of these things that are listed here. The law brings those things forth. If you're wanting to abstain from that, you can't do that in the flesh. There was only one, Jesus, who fulfilled the law. I don't care how good you are. Somewhere along the line, you're going to mess up. That's, That's why. why we have to walk by faith. Yes. It's all by faith. Wow. Not by sight. Mitch, we've said this once, or we've said it a thousand times. This walk is a simple message, only believe. But there's a process that when we get into the flesh and try to do this on our own, 
we can get all entangled in all kinds of crazy stuff. That's why we <laughs> we renew our mind to the Word of God. Whenever you have anxiety, yes. whenever you have fear, yes. whenever you have doubt, you're putting yourself in bondage. Yes. And Paul says you don't want to go there. No. He goes on to say, verse 21, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past. He's had this conversation before with them, obviously. Sure. That those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. When you study the totality of Galatians, what he's trying to say, if you want to be in the law, you can't fulfill that, so you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. You have to live by faith, believing that I can set you free. Yeah. Because then it goes on to say this in verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Oh, 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 oh. Listen to what the Amplified says. Go ahead. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which His presence within accomplishes. It's His presence within accomplishes these things. It's the Spirit of God in us. And we have to believe by faith, faith the Spirit of God dwells within us. Yes. And we have those fruits of the Spirit that we just read there dwelling within us. And the Lord wants to manifest those fruits of the Spirit in our soulish realm where it renews our thoughts, our mind, emotion, imagination, our personality, everything of who we are. That Holy Spirit is wanting to renew that. And therefore, it will manifest in our life. But we have to have faith. We have to have confidence. We have to believe and not doubt that that Holy Spirit dwells within me. So when you have those thoughts that come in your mind, when you have those outbursts of anger at your spouse, at your kids, you have to have confidence in believing that I am saved by grace through faith, not by my conduct whenever I lose it. You have to believe in that. You have to trust in that. Because if you don't, then Satan's going to use that. And I think he used the word earlier, a wedge. Mm -hmm. He's going to use that wedge so we'll take our eyes off of the Lord and focus in on our problems, focus in on law, saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I've missed the mark again. How can God use me? Then you go into condemnation and guilt in your mind. And all that is happening in a relatively nanosecond yeah, absolutely. in your mind. Yes. But if you keep it in your mind and dwell up for any length of time, then your face starts to diminish. That wedge gets pushed in a little deeper. Yes, it does. Scripture's just so good. <laughs> because it builds our faith up. It builds our faith up. But listen to this next verse here. It says, this is verse 24, right after we've talked about the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. Those who belong to Christ Jesus, I'm reading the Amplified, have crucified the flesh, the godless human nature. That's godless human nature with its passions and appetites and desires. If we live by the Holy Spirit, verse 25. Yeah, this is good. Let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward walking in line our conduct controlled by the Spirit. It's just telling us to walk in the Spirit, walk by faith. 
then we're not in bondage, are we? Because oh, we under, we understand our position we now have in Christ. It's not of works of what we've done in, to obtain that position. It's all through the Lord and through the believing and trusting and having faith in Him. If we can keep that in our mind throughout our daily walk, we would have victorious lives. People would be walking in the Spirit. They wouldn't give any thought to Satan because Satan, all he can do by tempting you through false doctrine, through the ways of the world, he uses those two avenues to get in our, our minds. So when we talk about the ways of the world, it's through everyday life of our relationships with our families, relationships at work, relationships with everyone we encounter. No matter who comes across your path. Yes. And accidents happen. Yes. So that tests your faith as well, where you might just trip and fall and break a leg. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen in our life. But we can have faith and trust in God that those things do not come from him. Oh, yeah. He's here to build us up. He's here to comfort us. He's here to teach us. If we can keep those things in our heart and in our mind, we would be overcomers. We would not be in bondage. But what happens is when things come into your life, and it is because of lack of faith and trust in God, we start doubting. We start questioning, why did this happen? What have I done? Did God allow this in my life for a purpose to teach me something? We start dwelling upon all those things, and that diminishes your faith. We've stepped out of the spirit realm. Whenever you start doing that, you've stepped out of the spirit realm, and you start relying upon your abilities and your understanding and your wisdom. You're no longer relying upon faith. All those things that are in you now as a born-again believer. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. That's in First John 4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, trusting in the Spirit of God that's in you. And we have to have faith and believe that we're overcomers. Yes. First John 5, 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you've put your faith in him, you've overcome the world. And that renewing of the mind to who you are now in the Spirit will draw you out of all those things that Paul was saying the law will do and bringing you into that Spirit realm. And you'll walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. You'll walk in those the joy of the Lord, the love of God, and all those things. It's awesome. Second Peter? Yes, I think you know where I'm going to go with this. It's talking about faith. And the very first quality we have to have is understanding faith. I'm in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, that means we're to study, Add to your faith. Wow, we can add to our faith. We need to add to our faith. Yes. And why are we adding to our faith? It's because of those trials and tribulations that are going to come in our life. And we have several examples of that. We've talked about that. It was through Jesus' trials and tribulations, through Stephen's, through Paul, through everyone. Everyone has trials and tribulations. Yeah, still in a fallen world. And it says, add to that, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, 
to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. Do you see a progression there? Mm-hmm. Where this is a progressive work in our life, but yes. it all starts by faith. We have to have faith in God that the attributes of the fruits of the Spirit are dwelling within us and that they can manifest in our life to be overcomers. Because that's why we have that Holy Spirit dwelling within us. That's why we have faith, is to be overcomers. I want to go read some more scripture here in this very same chapter. Go back to verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith. We all have this precious faith. They've obtained this faith. They believed that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. Verse 8, for if you diligently do these things, we shall never fall. Yes. What a place to get to. What a place. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture, Mitch. It increases our faith. We already have the faith of God in us, but we have to draw this out so that we can walk by faith. That word fall that you use there, that we will never fall, that we're totally equipped, do you think that might be referring to bondage? That we will no longer be held into bondage? Because we now have faith, we now have knowledge, we have self-control, perseverance, and godliness, kindness, brotherly kindness, and love. You have those attributes manifesting in your life, you'll never be in bondage. That's right. Because that's the Spirit of God that's working in your life. Exactly. And you will never fall. That's in verse 10. Yes. And you'll never be unfruitful. In verse 8 it says, If if these things be in you and abound, where are they now? He says, If these things be in you, they've moved from the Spirit through your soulish realm into the natural realm. You're walking by faith. You're increasing in faith. Your spirit's complete. The supernatural faith of God has overcome the physical, natural world around you. Well, I have this question that I want to pose. I don't have the answer, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's something to meditate upon. And that's, do you believe you have these fruits of the Spirit dwelling within you? Do you believe that you have these attributes of God dwelling within you? You have to know that. You have to do, you do have to know that. You have to have overwhelming confidence and faith in that. Faith comes by hearing. So here we go. We're back to reading the Word of God, seeing who we are now in Christ, and believing that we have this, acknowledging every good thing that is in us by the Spirit of God. And then it can come out of us out of us into our lives yes and see it all does have to do with the mind yes it all has to do with the mind the renewing of your mind to the word of god causes faith to come alive in the natural it comes alive in the natural you've already got it in your spirit yes but by acknowledging that you have it believe it diligently seek it, then it becomes real. It, it's something tangible that people will say, 
Wow, that takes faith. <laughs> and you say, I'm walking by the faith of God. Oh, man, I just encourage people that have heard us is to study the scriptures themselves. Go to Galatians and read that and begin to grasp. Read the totality of it yes. to get the understanding. Law versus spirit. It's talked about in Romans 6, 7, and it's talked about so much. I think what we want to leave the listeners with is this. There's so many people that are in bondage because of law, of legalism, of not understanding their position they now have in Christ, where they are a new creature. That truly old things have passed away with God. We're in right standing with God right now. Amen. If you're a born-again believer and you believe and have faith in what God has provided, you now have that Holy Spirit dwelling within you, and you're in right standing with God. And we have to have that overwhelming confidence and faith. And when you do, when you grow in that, because it's a growing process, that faith begins to blossom. The more knowledge you have within you, the more revelation you receive, your faith blossoms. This just doesn't become religion then. It becomes a relationship with God, understanding who He is and how we can now have victory. And that's what we're wanting to leave with people today is they can have victory and be set free of their circumstances, no matter what. All you have to do is have faith and believe that it was paid for at the cross, and then you go forward, today forward. You give no thought, no thought of the sin issue with God. It's taken care of. Now what you're wanting to do is learn to walk in that spirit realm where you're led by the Holy Spirit of God. But when you stumble, or when you lose control, whatever, you're no longer under bondage. You're set free by the power of Jesus and what was done at the cross. And just believe it by faith. 